Hey everybody, uh, this is Jay Cassaw. Welcome to a discussion with a friend. How y'all doing, everyone? This is Rodney Wilson, and this is a discussion with the friend podcast. See this my big flex. Mr. Skip the line, cause it's me next. Why you always capping? Why you playing? This ain't reset. Before we get started, man, I do gotta ask, how you doing, my brother? How you doing? Hey, I appreciate that. Uh I'm doing well, man. Had a good day, you know, ran some errands, uh, went to the gym, you know, got a little pump in. Uh, and here we are, you know, we're making this podcast now yourself. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. You know, God woke me up for another day. So for that, I'm already happy. I'm good. I ain't got really no complaints, you know, just got off work and here we are for this podcast. So <laughs> let's get to yes, it. Sir. I'm sure they yes, don't sir. really care about how we doing today. They want to know what was the right. process. What's going on? Right. What was the process behind creating this? Why we wanted to create this and basically what we're trying to get out of this. So I'll let you speak on that a little bit, man. Let us know. So, yeah, um, you know, you came to me with this podcast and I think what I overall envision, you know, gaining from this was just a chance to give ourselves a platform, an avenue, you know, to really learn and, you know, discuss things with, uh, you know, working professionals, um, you know, interesting people in general. You know, I feel like myself and yourself are two people that are just, you know, we have our hands in everything and, you know, we have a, a, a thirst for knowledge, you know, just wanting to learn. So, you know, I feel like this, you know, podcast was really a great opportunity to give it our, ourselves mm-hmm. a chance to get this platform and have people come on here, whether it's an occupational therapist, a musician, a teacher, you know, and just share their insights about that profession, you know, not only for us, but for other people and yep. also give them a chance to expand, you know, and learn from a different perspective, you know, vice versa, what we're doing, and then grow their brand as well. So that's what I just hope to gain out of this uh, yourself. Uh, for me, first of all, it was, we already have great conversations all the time. So I figured why not no throw doubt. us in front of a screen and take it to the next level. It just gives us another chance to use our creative juices. So here we are. But my real reason is because I want to impact just communities around us and our online community. I think oftentimes with podcasts, they're really only interviewing the most famous person or they're interviewing the most inspirational person. And we oftentimes forget about the regular average people that are doing amazing things. So with this, we're hoping that, you know, we can let them shine, shine a little light on them as well. So that's why we created this podcast. Anyway, Rodney, who are you, man? You know, I know who you are, but not everybody (laughs) know that. So, you know, speak on yourself a little bit. Who am I? Oh, man. Well, I mean, we're going to start with the name. My name is Rodney Wilson. Um, for those that know me, uh, you know, you can call me Rod. You know, I got a couple of nicknames or whatever. Yeah, but, like a hundred uh, of them bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, let's start with the occupation. So right now, uh, recently I relocated states about a year and a half ago. And uh, I currently work for a university as a supervisor in their residence hall uh, operations. So um, what that really entails is just um, I have a student staff that works for me. You know, I work the desk. Uh, I aid the students that are there, you know, whether they need a lock change or whether they need a work order or they just need general information uh, about the university. uh, We're there. And then I also, you know, I approve time for my staff, um, you know, go over guidelines, hold meetings, you know. Let me Supervisory cut you real quick. role stuff. Let me cut you real quick. Right. What 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 really made you want to get into that? I mean, honestly, the job that I have now it serves two purposes. 
Um, initially, I wanted to start that job because I had just relocated states, so I needed to get a job. But I picked this particular one because I was going to grad school at the time, and they offered to pay two thirds of my tuition. Oh, you can't beat you know, that for boy. being a full time employee. So you know, you know me. <laughs> you can't like beat that. I, I already, you know, my undergrad, my undergrad, and I'll talk a little bit about that. You know, communications, media studies, the the degree that I earned, uh, digital media production certificate. In my undergrad, I got a, a full ride. So, you know, I'm just trying to go ahead and not pay, you know, money, you frisky know, geese no extra money that I have to frisky jisky <laughs> on me, you, you know. So that's why I initially got the job. Um, But I mean, obviously, you know, for whatever reason, that didn't work out with the whole grad school thing. Um, So now I'm just here. But I mean, it's given me a chance to grow. Uh, I, I'd say the best thing about that would probably be the networking um, just because I've met so many different type of people there in so many different roles, even the students is, you know, it's, that's why I'm glad we have this podcast because honestly, you never know who's going to be the one to teach you something. That's like, facts. You, you just honestly, you know, you want to have a good relationship with people, you know, and just want to learn, you know, want to, you know, be invested in, in, in different things. So I, I thank that job for that. Okay, let's throw. Let, let me throw a little question at you again. Do you like it? Though? All right. Oh man. <laughs> let us know. Man. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't disclose it, so I really could air them out if I wanted to. But no, I'm not gonna do y'all like that. But I'll say this. I'll say this. It's been different because my. Uh, she's not really my boss or supervisor, but we really like have like a a partnership. But she's the role that's above me. Uh, it's changed twice now. So there's been two different people from last year and then this year. And then I can just see like the big differences on, you know, how their leadership style is opposed to the person I have now. And I'll say like, I like things about the job, but I really think it's more so about the people because the job itself is not bad. It's not hard, but I mean, I will say that, that it's not hard and it's not challenging me. You know, I'm not really fulfilled in that role because you know, I don't feel like it's really given me a chance to challenge myself or grow, you know, intellectually, you know, whether that whatever that might be. It's kind and of how, stagnant in a sense. Yeah. And how I know you, man, I know like any job where it's you don't get to use an ounce of creativity. It's already, you know, sort of a turnoff for you. So, yeah, that makes sense, so, man. Absolutely, man. Well, I'm Jaquan Cashaw. I usually go by Jay Cashaw. I'm a software developer for a financial institution. And I'm choosing not to disclose that name, just like you. You feel me? It's just really not no, yeah, really not no point. It's no to need. Do so. It's no need for that. Yeah. But uh, I, I, let's just hop right into it. Do I enjoy my job? Yes and no. I enjoy the creative side of the job where I get to use just frill, like half my brain's creativity, and they allow me to use all of that, every ounce of this half brain. They allow me to do. But the problem is, we get stretched so much there's three it no there's four now recently a a fourth person (laughs) came yeah but we went like nine months controlling 10 companies and it was just three of us and mind you i was hired for one so i i appreciate all the things that i've been able to learn i appreciate being stressed a little bit but now it's like you're getting stretched so much where you can't really put your focus on one thing and like there's things where I look at what I've created and I'm like, damn, I could have did that way better, but I didn't have that time. I had to rush and do this. Yeah. 
And I can't go back to it and fix it because I got to worry about this. I got to worry about this and I got to worry about that. So I don't enjoy that part of the job. But other than that, I mean, the job is pretty nice. I like the people. Everybody's cool. So, yeah, I, I, I guess when it comes to that, it's not that bad. The reason right. why I wanted to be a software developer is just because, man, I, I love computers. I've been literally creating computers, building computers, doing all that since I was been seventh grade. Yeah, me and my stepdad, uh, we created my first computer. After that, I just fell in love, started creating websites when I was a freshman in high school. So here I am, man. It paid off. It worked out for me. And I'm happy about it. In terms of right. education, I am all over the place. I have a associate's degree in graphic design. I have an associate's degree in electrical engineering. And then I was like a semester and a half away from my bachelor's in computer engineering. And I won't lie, I dropped out. And I always told myself I would never do this. But at the same time, what I'm learning, the more you grow and the older you get, college is necessary, but it's not necessary. And I was to the point where I feel like it, I wasn't really getting much out of it anymore. And I was, it was time for me to get paid, bro. I'm sorry. Like I was tired of working two, three jobs and being in engineering school. It's just, it, nah, it wasn't enough for me. So I dropped out, bet on myself, got this job. And here I am now, man, I'm, I'm decent. In terms of like my other hobbies, once again, I am all over the place. I have a, a real estate business that I'm choosing not to really get in detail about until I get my first property. Then I'll probably throw it on Facebook or we'll discuss it in this podcast. Till then, I don't really want to, you know, get into that one. Uh, right, right, right. I have a design business. And uh, yeah, I'm all over the place, man. I'm all over the place, to be honest. But see, going back to what you said about college, I mean, just being somebody that graduated, you know, with my bachelor's, college is, like you said, it's really only going to benefit you. It's going to, it's what you get out of it. It's what you want to get out of it. So if you go into college thinking, all right, I'm about to just get this degree and then magically I'm going to get a job or magically I'm going to be well off. I mean, that's not the case. But if you have a set goal or, you know, destination that you're trying to reach, where, all right, I know I want to be this, or I know I want to do this. This is the track that I need to take. These are the classes I need to take. These are the people that I need to be associated with. Then, you know, college is a great place for that. They have plenty of resources and avenues. But I mean, I'm just speaking from experience. I went in undecided. So I didn't even know what I really wanted to do. I knew I needed to graduate. I knew I wanted to graduate. (laughs) But uh, I mean, yeah. And I'll say this, I'm not saying that I'm like, woe is me or like unsatisfied, but I'm not in the career path that I envision for myself. This isn't, you know, my degree is communications, media studies, but I'm doing something totally different. I'm, I'm in administration. Get you, get you back in that though. But we've been about to get back over. Yeah. We've got to get back into that field, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, so I got a, a little different outlook on college. It's, I, I don't know, man, I, as I've gotten to grow in college, like different schools I have been to, how many years I was in school, I start to realize, bro, it's like a lot of the people that I've seen like graduate or leave my class, a lot of them are not in the field that I thought they would be in. Like a lot of them are not mm-hmm. engineers and I thought they would be engineers. A lot of them are not graphic designers and I thought they'd be graphic designers. And mm-hmm. what I was taught when I was younger, correct me if I'm wrong, because we went to the same high school, but they've always told us, go to school, once you go to school, you get your degree, you get a good job. 
No, it don't work like that. Not even yeah, half the time true. I've learned. It's <laughs> go to school, get your degree. You might get a job and you, you might, might get a job. Right. And, I, and if you're and, lucky. Yeah. It's to that point where if if I'm not going to get a job, once I feel like I'm in school and I've learned enough, it's like, bro, I'm going to just jump out here and get to the grind because. Right. It, it, me betting on myself after four years is no different than me betting on myself after two years. So. Right. I, I'm not saying that I regret college because I don't. I learned hella shit. I, I, if I can go back Absolutely. to school right now, I'm not right. I would. It's just that I'm preferring to work right now. That's that's where I need to be. But I'm going to eventually go back and get to get my uh, degree. But at the same time, it's like I can understand. Why think about it like this, it. like right. But think about it like this: you going back to get a degree, but people are getting degrees to get where you're at. That's fine. So it's like. You know, like you already doing the end result of what people want. People want the job. You going to college to get a job. That's fast. Like you're not going to college so I can get a degree. You ultimately want a job. So you got what the end result of what most people want anyway. But I mean, I understand like, you know, you still want to get that just because, you know, it'll make you a little bit more marketable. And it's just the fact that you put in that time anyway. So you want to finish. That so is exactly what it is. That, I'm, I, I, I hate quitting on stuff. So that is exactly yeah. what it is. Like, I, I don't even call it a quit or a dropout. Like, I was talking to a girl I talked to. I, I'm just going to decide not to say her name. But <laughs> oh, she mentioned she mentioned okay. that, well, you did drop out. And I said, no, nah, I'm just on pause right now. That's how right. I like, like to look you at it. You got to come because, back. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to come back and finish that off. My mom wouldn't allow me not to come back and finish right. that off. It's just that I'm focused on some other things right now. I think it's a lot of other things that I can get going for myself and build generational wealth for my family, not just picking off what my mom is doing. Cause my mom is doing amazing things right now, but I want to do amazing things for, for you, yourself. for yeah. me, for, for Vince, for Cole, for all my friends. I don't even got to get into detail. I got too many goddamn many to shout out right now, but right, right. I want to do that for all of us, for my family and just build generational wealth and just wealth around us, bro. Cause I think once we get to the, uh, the point we got some money, bro. We're going to start feeling different. When we start feeling different, we're going to start doing things different. So that is my goal at the end of the day. And I didn't feel like college was going to give me that anymore. So I had to get up out of there. Feel me? Like it just wasn't going to cut it no more. Hey, I'm not mad at you. Anyway. I wish a lot of people would think realistically like that. But facts. hey, anyway. Our artist of today is uh, Jimmy G. Step I take, heir to the throne. Got that number four after my name. Carpe diem, translation. Gotta seize the day. Dropping these jewels. I'm hoping that they help pave the way. Hey, 815, what I'm repping. Anyway, man, so it's 2021. 2020. It was a rough year. So, oh, my gosh, bro. Yeah, bro. COVID. COVID wasn't playing with nobody, bro. COVID was... Hey, hey, hey. Damn, meet me. me. (laughs) (laughs) So since, you know, 2020, I wouldn't say it was a waste of year because it wasn't. I did a lot of growing in that year. But 2021, it seemed like things are changing in the world a little bit. The pandemic is, I wouldn't say that it's over, but it's starting to get towards that end point. So what are your goals? What are your goals for 2021, man? So goals for 2021. um, I mean... I'd say like the overarching goal, I would say like, you know, if you wanted like a headline or something to put on your wall or something, it would be consistency. <laughs> you know, it's just consistency for me. So 
that that looks like, you know, a lot of different things in my life. So whether it be health, you know, consistency and going to the gym, you know, I'm trying to go to the gym for not that that's hard, but I'm trying to go to the gym four times a week. For some people, I'm trying to I'm trying to it is I'm trying to do these certain workouts to, you know, maybe make my, you know, legs look this way or something like actually like being consistent with what I want out of it. And then consistency as far as work ethics and, you know, things that I have planned. So like this podcast, you know, being consistent with this and, you know, consistent uploads, consistent, you know, working with different people, you know, whether that be music, whether that be, you know, whatever, whatever I'm doing, I just want to actually give it a fair chance and stick with it. Um, Cause I know that's always like my issue. I, I all started out and I'll, I might be going for a month. I might be going for two months or whatever it might be, but you know, life tends to happen. That's what that shouldn't be an excuse. Yeah, you know? I'm go. saying, but it shouldn't be yes, an sir. excuse because that's, that's facts. life is life. You know, anything could happen. Exactly. But it's like if you have a goal and you, you know, you're setting it up and you're consistent in what you want from your goal, then it shouldn't be no reason why you can't achieve that. That's that's 100. But it's easier facts. said than done. It is. It is. But I mean, I mean, if, if everybody can be consistent, everybody will be consistent. It's not an easy task, but it ain't nothing you can't achieve. And I know that. Right. So. Absolutely. That goal going to get right. checked off at the end of the year. That's that's not you know, that's not even a problem. For me, my goal for the year is man. Well, you know, like I, I sent you my goal list. It's like 20 mm-hmm. different things on there. But at the end well, of the day, down. yeah, I would say my goal would be just ah, man, that's tricky. That is tricky. I would just say really to grow. If I if if I narrow down my list or just smushed it all together, that's what it would really be. I want to grow to be a better man. I want to grow to be a better son. I want to grow to be a better friend. I want to grow to be a better human being. So really just the year of growth. When it comes to consistency, I, I definitely agree on that. But I'm already consistent in most of the things I do. So that's not really yeah, something that, that, yeah, that's not really something I'm, I'm grasping at. But since you, you really talked about that, I would say it sounds like your year is the year of consistency. My year sure. is a year why not at the same time. So I, I okay. think everybody should adopt the whole why not type of thing. So anything so go I ahead create, and explain that. Yeah, yeah. Anything I create, even this podcast, I look at something and I see, okay, well, there's a problem I could solve. So looking at this podcast, my problem was, okay, there's a lot of famous people. We keep introducing all these famous people. All these famous people are talking. They're doing this. Yeah, they're inspiring. Gotcha. But what about the regular people? How come no one is interviewing them? How come no one's talking about them? Because not everyone is going to get to this pinnacle of success. Let's solve that problem. That's when I texted you. I'm, yo, yo, we could do this. We could do that. You could do that. You hit all me right. back saying some gems. And here we are. I think that makes logical are. sense. Uh, also, another thing, let's say I designed, a, I got a uh, design business. The reason why I decided to get back on that train is because I was seeing a lot of people posting statuses. Yo, does anybody know a designer? Yo, I can't get my website to work. Yo, this, that. Yo, this, that. I started realizing, I'm like, wait, I could solve that problem. I know how to do that. I'm good at that. That's what I love to do. So let me get this design business back up and running and I can help somebody on their way to achieving their goal by giving them their logo, by giving them their website. Like I got it. I got a, uh, a lady. I did her website like two weeks ago, bro. She had tears of joy. 
saying I didn't expect it to be like this. You just made my dream come true. Shit like that make me wow. happy, bro. That that makes me happy. Right. That's, that's because that's priceless. It is. And that's because I sat there. I thought, why not? Same with real estate, bro. I'm looking at all these shitty houses all over the place. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, like it shouldn't be like this. People should be taking care of this. This value of this neighborhood should go up. How can we solve that? Um, well, right. if I get involved into real estate, I buy properties, I can recreate them, I can fix them up and get them right, throw them back on the market, increase the value of that neighborhood. Now that neighborhood is better off. Why not? I think it's important for everybody to have an aspect of thinking, why not? And so many people don't think like that, which is why so many people don't really know what they want to do. If you look at every situation by trying to solve a problem first, it's a breeze, bro. Like you can achieve so much and do so much. That's so true. The year of why not, the year of consistency. If you add them motherfuckers together, it's dangerous, bro. It's dangerous. Hey, I'm rocking with that, man. Why not? That that's hey, that's on I'm I'm about to adopt because that's just how I feel. Like with the content and stuff, um, you know, with this media stuff, like I said, I'm trying to get back into that. You know, I've worked on a whole bunch of different things too, but you know, maybe approaching it with that why not attitude, like, all right, you know, because it's it's with me, it's I see the problem, but it's like, oh, well, I don't have this. I look at what I don't have or what yeah. I can, you know, but why not? You know, okay, well, what can I do to get that stuff? What can I do to make it work anyway? You know, it's stuff we can do. That's a, and that's the thing, you know, people be feeling like, oh, it's, I'm powerless. You know, I don't have the, the latest equipment or I don't have, you know, this degree or I don't have this qualification or whatever. Okay. So what can you do? To put yourself in a place where either a you can get that kind of qualifications or whatever you need, or you don't need that. There's things you can do, but like you said, if you look at it like, what's the biggest you know obstacle, the biggest problem? All right, now how can I work on that to solve That's that to is, you know bro. to whittle it down? Like why not? That's all I'm it is, and that. and I'm glad I'm glad you said that. Oftentimes when you look at stuff, you say. Well, you'll look at it and be like, well, I don't got that. And I don't, I don't got this. Yeah. But I think we oftentimes like there's a man, what is this quote? Uh, we oftentimes critique what we don't have and not appreciate what we do have. That's what the quote is. And mm. what you do have is a creative mind. Not everybody has a mind and thinks like you. So if you use that, why not to solve a problem, bro? You're going to do something that a lot of other people probably would not do because they don't have that mind. So you right. got to look at it that way. You can't look at it from what you don't got because you got so much more in here. So that's exactly. just a good way to look at that shit. Absolutely. Year of consistency and why not? Y'all mark that down, man. So man, these gems. February, February. Black History Black Month. Black History Month. Black History Month, baby. First of all, you th- do you think it's we should have time. a month? Do you think we should have a month? A lot of people ask you know, me that. That's funny. That's funny because I actually like I was on Facebook and I seen a comment and it was it was DK Metcalf. He was talking about uh, every day of the month. He's going to be tweeting a a history fact about Emmett Till and you know what happened to him. So he's going to be tweeting a a, a fact about it every day on his Twitter. And I seen, you know, of course, a white person. Yes. uh, So Pure Farming products uh, consist of hair oils and body butters. Yeah, so if you guys want to check that out, everything is natural. The link will be below. But DK, yeah, DK Metcalf made that um, tweet about him tweeting about Emmett Till every day of the month. And the guy was saying, you know, white history, there's no white history, there's no Mexican history. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, you should teach it year round. I mean, I really don't know how I feel about that because 
I, I agree to an extent because I feel like just off of experience, like in all our social studies books, all our history books, you know, they're not talking about George Washington Carver. They're not talking about oh. Sojourner Truth. They're not talking about, uh, you know, Jesus Christ, uh, man. Oh, you can name a list of people that they're but not. You can you could go on and on. They're not they're not they don't even mention them. On top of that, you're telling the story of what happened with slaves and civil rights and all that from a white person's perspective. Facts. So it's like there's things that are being omitted. You know, I understand you don't want to traumatize people, whatever. But how can you really traumatize someone anyway if that's the truth? Yeah, that's that's what happened. So it's like I would rather be informed on what actually went on you know, from a young age till now, that way it's not shock value when you do show somebody a movie like Roots or you yep. show somebody, you know, a movie like 12 Years Slavery or whatever. Like, it's not going to be that much of a shock value if that's, I knew this from the jump. And you won't have so much division because it's like, it's almost like white people don't want to accept that that happened. Yeah. We, we have no choice but to accept it. Our ancestors lived through it. And it still, really and it still affects it, us now. And, and, so. it st- and it still affects us now. All we're really trying to do is, you know, celebrate the, you know, pioneers, you know, in Black History Month, you know, in America, really, that made it to where we can do what we do now. We're really just celebrating them and then educating not only us, but the world on these people, because it does not get talked about enough. It's not in our traditional, you know, curriculum for school. So facts for me. Yeah, it's tricky. I almost want to say that we shouldn't have one. And the reason my my main reason for that, other than this reason, I don't agree that we shouldn't have one. But my main reason for why we shouldn't have one would be that it seems to me that we only focus on black history during Black History Month. And that's that's kind of a problem to me, because, first of all, it's already the shortest month. We got 28 days. Right, 28 days in this month. 28 days to smush all of black history into one. But we learn about American history, which is white history, throughout the whole damn year. Right. Let's call it throughout the whole damn year. That doesn't make sense to me. So sometimes I'm like, okay. And and, and then on top of that, us learning about black history for 28 days, we also only learned about the same five people. It's the same route. People, you get Martin Luther King, you get Malcolm X, you get Emmett Till, you get now you're about to get Barack Obama. Um, who else do you be getting a lot? Right. Frederick Douglass. You get those same five. That's what I was gonna say earlier. Yeah, yeah. Over and over and over and over. But and what over. about Sojourner? What about Harriet? What about uh Bro, you know oh, we get Harriet these, too, George Washington Carver? You get Harriet though. Yeah, but what about them? What about all there's so many people, Rosa too, but uh yeah, that, that, that's it's my so many different. It's like the it's like the same five to like eight people every it's, year. It's the same little saga that they given us. It's the little civil rights saga with the the Selma with the uh, bus boycott or whatever. And it goes it pretty pretty much Black History Month for me. Honestly, whenever I've ever learned about it in the month, it's really just been the chronicles of Dr. King's life. Yep, to, from where he was born and died. After he died, they don't even they don't get no. That's it. Anymore. Yeah, they don't, don't, care they don't even care. Yeah, I, it, even in the history in the social studies book, it ends when he dies. Yeah, it's just. But I'm like, bro, we still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very, yeah, it's tricky, bro. It's, it's, it's tricky because, like, and then, and then, even from, I'm not even gonna say it's like the white, white Americans' fault. Uh, 
even if I look at certain statuses, I see where it's like, I'm going to be uh, super black all this month. Like, bro, that don't yeah. even, that's don't even make sense to me. Like, so right. you're deciding that this is the month you want to be black and then right. the right now. It don't matter that much to you. Like it's either you all in or you, or you not. So right. the whole, the whole perception of us having our own month, that's tricky, bro. But then it becomes a thing where if we don't have our own month, do they just wipe us away? So it's like, damn, right. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and decide that we need to keep this joint. So I get you. So I mean, what I would propose if I if I could propose it to I don't know who it would be, the president, I guess, whoever makes the law on Black History Month. It's hey, either we keep this month and, you know, we keep celebrating, bringing, you know, uplifting our ancestors, our pioneers uh, for civil rights and whatnot, or we could take this month away. But you got to change how you teach history in general. Yeah. And they're not going but for that, bro. Who who's gonna write? Who's gonna all right? We're about to rewrite all these books. Yeah. Like, think about it, bro. We still use the same kind of textbooks. You 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 get in the school, you open the textbook, and you see who who from last year to last two, three years had the book. It's the same book. Yeah. Y'all not even changing that mug. I guess that that's why it's a tricky subject, bro. When you when you <laughs> do a lot of critical thinking, it get real spooky and real tricky, bro. Right. It is what it is, man. So it is what it what, is. I mean, what what do you what do you like most about being black? Ooh. Yeah, I know. That's tough. Oh man, that's tough. I'll that's go first tough. there. I'll go first. Cause I yeah, go ahead. I just bro. man, I just like the I just like the energy we bring some days. Like if if you all hanging out. It's always that, like that one black dude that comes to the party, bro. Now everybody and their mama dancing, everybody and their mama happy, right. they cracking jokes. Oh, it's I just, just like a different vibe, yeah. Yeah, I like the personality. Because like we bring sometimes some of us bring off negative energy. I will not lie, but I'm focusing oh, on yeah. the positivity things. When we bring that positive right. energy, bro, it's I, I, that's that's what I like about black people. Like I'm not saying that other races don't do that, but I know when I see a black dude and he about to walk into a club, he with his friends. Folks about to get lit, bro. And that's what we be doing. Right. Like, we, we start dancing. We just have right. fun. We'll grab a girl, start dancing with her, whatever, bro. I, I like that type just of thing. have a good time. So I enjoy that and portion of being black a lot. I hear you. And, and to piggyback off that thing, I got it. I think what I like most about being black is our culture. Because me in particular, I just like culture in general. So whether that's Asian culture or, you know, Hispanic, Latino culture, or, you know, our culture, Russian culture. I, I like being immersed in the culture and just being amongst the people. So I feel like with us, like, you know, our culture is, you know, I'm not trying to put us better or higher or less than That's anybody else, but we have one of the best, like, cultures, like, just as far as anything, like, influence, whether it be influence. music, you know, and, and influential. Most of what America does is really piggybacked off of black culture, but we're not going to get into that right now. We you can <laughs> we'll say, say that, that for another, another podcast with somebody that's more educated on that than me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's just our culture. Like you said, like the energy, like, you know, it's just things like you could only know, like if you were black, like just how we are around each other, like how, how you are around old people, you know, how you are around, you know, young people, like that's different, you know, at, Every, every culture is not like that. You know, we treat our older people with much respect. You know, our older people are usually the funniest people Facts. more times than not. You know, they're the ones with all the jokes and whatnot, you know, the wisdom, whatever. So the dancing, you know, music, uh, food, you know, 
whatever it might be. And then and then I also like our ability to adapt, because I will say this. I think we're the most adaptable culture that's ever been here because we've had no choice but to adapt since we were, you know, what is uh, here? What is it? What is it called when when you adapt from being around, let's say, your your white friends? Then your black friends, and then your your Mexican friends. Is that called uh, code? Is that code switching? I think so. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, if that's code switching, I think we do that better than any other race. Oh yeah, we're hand, hand, yeah, hands hands down, hands down. And I think it's because it's a it's a survival mechanism. Like if 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 yeah. I'm at work, I sometimes I do slip up. Sometimes I I'm myself. I will not lie. Like sometimes yeah. I'll say, "Folks, stop yeah. playing with me," or I'll be like, "I'm yeah. gonna chill out before I get mad," but. Oftentimes, I'd be like, "All right, bro, you just gotta relax, calm down. You know, it's it's not it's not that big of a deal. You just gotta know how to adjust to, I guess, the people around oh, you, audience, and the situations yeah. around you. And I, I I guess that would be code switching. But at the same time, I like my abonics, bro. I've, I I enjoy that. Oh, I'm not, and I'm not saying that's yeah, a yeah. I'm not saying that's a black thing because I don't think it is. I I think abonics is just anybody that's just around urban type of people. That's what right, you're gonna. It's like urban, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're gonna get off, but. Since we're on this topic, one thing I do hate about being black is when black people tell me I'm acting white or talking white. I think that's super, man, super, bro. Here we go super, with this stuff, dude. Uh, offensive, bro. I've been and hearing that for years, dog. I, both of us, I know, like right. And I years. think what I think what sucks about this is oftentimes, especially because we went to high school and uh, middle school in DeKalb. Oftentimes, people will tell us that we don't like black women because we haven't dated black women that many times. But here's the catch. I have tried to talk know. to multiple black women in my life, bro. They always either, I always get, I'm not going, I can't even say the couple that I do get because this is just not the right <laughs> show for that. But Right, it's not the right format. Always get, I enjoy you for this, but boy, you too damn white. Or I enjoy you for this, but you act too damn white. It's it, it gets to the point where, first of all, what the hell is acting white? Is acting what white is that? Right. someone that is proper? Someone Being that smart? knows, yeah, knows how to speak English. That's sick. That that's sick that you that we, our race has associated intelligence with basically white people. Yeah, it is. So you got to act like a white person to be smart or be proper or be professional. That's sick. And then and then when you when you do act like that, you automatically penalize by your black community for acting a certain way. So I'm penalized for being smart. I'm penalized for not wanting to hang out on the streets and do all this dumb shit. That doesn't make sense to me just because I'm smart. I'm not black no more. Exactly. That's that's stupid, bro. That that's absurd, bro. Like you're not lying because like you said, like, I mean, even back in the day, I mean, now, like, I mean, like you said, I, I can talk proper, or I can talk, you know, a little improper, but improper. But um, that doesn't make me any blacker or, or less. Facts. So it's like, how can you really get on me because I speak a certain way or I'm intelligent or whatever? And why are you associating that with, you? oh, you're white? Like people, you know, I have people that used to call me and say, oh, you're the blackest white kid or you're an Oreo. Bro, I literally what had does that, that even mean last though? week at like, work. What does that mean, though? At work? Yes, bro. For listening, for listening to country music. She instantly, oh yeah, Jay, you're such an Oreo. I'm not really. I just 
like country music, but I also like right. what is trap that? music. I also like rap music. Does that make me black for you now? Like, what are you talking about? I was just listening right. to Lil Durk. Sorry, I want to switch it up and listen to Luke Combs. Like, damn it. Y'all, I think <laughs> oftentimes people think like they think that black people are monologues, bro, that we just one thing and that's it. That's us. Right. And that's the and, bro. Right. We're, we're so much more. And I think I think white people will never accept that we are so much more and to black people accept that we are so much more. I, I truly, exactly. I truly believe that, bro. I feel like. I think it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Cause it's one of those things where you give, when you, when you start doing stuff like that, you give white people the confidence to say shit like, Hey bro, you different than them. I, I like you. You a different black dude. You, you not like the rest of them. What's the rest of them? Like, what does that mean? What's the rest of them? And that's then, the thing, and that and that's a lot. Of, go ahead, though. Go ahead. But, but then, like, if you flip it the other way, it's basically by people telling you, oh, I don't really, you like you cool, but I don't really like you because you're not like the rest of us. So it's like, God, God damn. So I'm not accepted here. I'm, I'm not accepted here. I'm kind of accepted here and I'm kind of accepted here. And I, I, I don't like that. I think if we if we get this side to realize they're doing something wrong, this side to realize they're doing something wrong. Boom, bro. We it, it's solved. But I know that's easier said than done. Yep. And I just feel like that goes a lot with, uh, you know, stereotypes and just people making assumptions, because even like, you know, old girl at your job said, oh, you're such an Oreo. She don't even know you. She don't even know your life, you know, your your parents or what, you know, your family. So it's like for you to say something like that, you couldn't be more wrong because like people be saying stuff to me. You don't know my family. You don't know my you don't even know who I know. Hold on, bro. Let me so let me like, let me stop you. And I, and this this is a question I'm about to ask. So you you get the chance to still talk. But man, so when people say you you you're, you're acting white, I've always I've never asked the question, which I've always thought about is what's acting black. So it's acting black like <laughs> when you you around drug dealers, uh, you sagging your pants, you killing people. Right. Like if that's acting black and I'm white because I'm not doing that, like y'all really don't know me. Cause I like, I came from a family of drug dealers. Right. Exactly. I came from a family that are uh, people that are in prison. I've came from families where we were living in the hood. I came from all of this, but I don't consider that to be black, but it seems like a lot of people do. What do you like? What do you think about that? Cause I I know you, I know where you come from too. I agree. And you know, you already know what I like, you know, my family, you know what I would say. But I mean, when people say that, it's just like you don't even you're not even giving me a chance. It's unfair to us because it's like you're not even I don't I don't project that on people like just because you actors do a certain thing like, oh, that's you're you're not this. You're How could I even say that to you? That's facts for one. And like you said, I really want to know what is acting black. But we know what is acting black to the media. Yeah. You know, because they only portray you know, the only thing that they really glorify is thugs, athletes, you know, celebrities. They not they not uplifting no doctors, no lawyers, you know, no software developers, nobody like that. So as white people, all you really seeing is, oh, well, they thugs or whatever. They this, this and this. All we see is these people on the music videos. All we see is LeBron James, KD dribbling the ball. All we see is, you know, Deshaun Watson. And, you know, that's what being black is, an athlete you know, a, a actor or, you know, entertainment. So I feel like that just goes with a lot of how we're misrepresented in the uh, media. But yeah, like, 
like you said, like I come from that. And the, and I'll say this, and I feel like you'll probably have a lot to say too, and you'll you'll damn near agree. The reason that I am proper and professional and intelligent and all that is because of my family, because of what I know that I came from. Let me go into because of here, my bro. This man speaking, bro. This man. You, you heard me like this man speaking. Like, bro, like. This man I, I'm the reason here. I am because I don't want to be. I don't want to associate with that. I don't want to be in the hood. My Max. whole family done lived in the hood. You know, my come on now. I don't even want to say too much, but it's like that's the reason I do anything. And I feel like man. nobody ever understood that about you or me. You know, growing up, like why are they acting like that? Why are they doing like that? It's a reason behind that. You know, like Fast. you wouldn't understand unless you are coming from our same kind of position. But yeah, that's why we have this show like this to enlighten people. Yeah, and I, I, it's just I don't know, bro. It's just crazy to me, and it's 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 that serious, like disrespectful to me. It, it truly like, bro, is disrespectful. Yeah. Cause I I know I'm I'm black, bro, and I, I and I, I love <laughs> I love what I am, bro. Like I can see myself. I can right. hear the way I can hear the way I talk and the way I hold myself. I I consider oh, myself black, bro. When I look at myself in the mirror and I look at the mannerisms I do, I, and I can't even really say that because that changes based off any person. But when I look at myself, I'm folks. Yeah, you black. I know I am, bro. And I and I, I love right, that right. about me. I ain't so never been mistaken. To, right. Yeah, you're not about to sit here and tell me I'm not. Because when I because when a white person look at me, they see me as black. What are you talking about? Don't tell right. me I'm acting when, white. When the police look at me, they see me as black. Yeah, bro. Man, bro, and four years older. That's actually a, a <laughs> four uh, years older. Yeah, a statistical fact. Apparently, that I mean that makes sense. That yeah. police officers see black black kids as four years older. Yeah, you gotta look into that yeah. a little bit. Somebody could drop a comment. Yeah, somebody probably gonna try to yeah. get on my heels about it. But uh, yeah, hmm. we're hey discussion with a pot with a friend podcast. What we're here for. Yeah, if you got I mean, if you got something to say and you want to jump on here. I have no, I mean, I have, you know, let's get it. Ed- educate me. I have no desire to argue, but you can educate me and talk to me about it. And we can go back and forth on that. Anyway, man, Absolutely. we've been, we've been speaking for a minute. It's time to wrap this bad boy up. So. All righty. All righty. What advice do you have for everyone out there for this episode? So a couple of highlights and advice, um, consistency, like I said, that I'm working on for myself, 2021, um, you know, Jaquan said, why not? I'll let him speak on that, but just consistency. So what that really looks like is just starting small. You know, you don't have to, a lot of people, they have these grandiose dreams and I'm not saying don't chase those, but there's a way to getting those. There's a way to making those kind of dreams attainable. It starts with your daily life. What are you doing in your everyday life to get you, you know, to where you want to go? You know, you got to be consistent in the way you, the way you wake up, the way you go to sleep, the way you eat, the way that you manage your time, you know, you got to be consistent and realistic with yourself. Don't sit up here and be like, all right, I'm finna go to the gym seven times a week, knowing that you ain't been to the gym in a year or two years. <laughs> that's not something that's realistic. You know, you got to have realistic, achievable, attainable goals in your day to day life in order to make those big goals seem smaller and easier to attain. And then another advice is just, uh, you know, um, I mean, respect and uh, I don't want to say like, what's the best way to just not assume don't don't project things on people. Yep. Um, that's what this show is really for, because I'm sure I'm going to come into contact with a lot of different guests that all would have never thought that they were doing this or I would have never thought that 
they were interested in this, or I would have never thought that we had this kind of connection. So it's like, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, the the time old saying, uh, just don't project things on people, give everyone a chance, uh, you know, listen, be open, open-minded, open your heart. And um, I think only good things will come from that. Hey, man, some good advice right there, bro. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for me, I would say just just believe in yourself and believe that you're the best. And I know sometimes when I say that, people think that's like crazy to think. But believe in yourself mm-hmm. and think you are the best. Like a lot of people, when I say that, they, they assume that I'm saying I'm better than everybody else or there's nobody better than me. No, that's Everybody. not really what I'm implying at all. Once again, I'm not responsible for what anybody hears. I'm only responsible for what I have said. So absolutely, I'll rephrase this again. No, I won't even rephrase it. Believe in yourself. <laughs> think you're the best. If you do that, bro, you will succeed in life. Because the moment that you look at a situation and you say, he's better than me, I can't do that. You've already messed up. And I think yep. it's important that you need to believe in yourself. And thank you the best. I'm going to keep saying it because I want y'all to hear it loud and clear. And it's not necessarily that I think that I'm better than anybody else or I think anybody else is better than me. It's just that since I believe in myself, I can look somebody dead in their eyes and be like, yeah, bro, like you're doing better than me at this right now. But I believe in myself and I know that I'm the best. So I'll pass you in, in time. Like, I'm not worried about that at all. You, you you're the best right now. I guess, because you're in that position, but I'm going to be in that position real soon right. because I think I'm the best. So I'm going to make sure the necessary steps to get there. So believe you the best and believe in yourself pretty That's much. That's a good mentality. Yeah, absolutely. I- I'm rocking with that. We checking out, y'all. Nice episode. All right, All my right, brother. Y'all. Appreciate you, man.